RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt, and today is Friday, August 23rd, 2019. On today's show, Nichelle Nichols' farewell celebration will be a fitting end to a stellar career. John Jackson Miller talks about how his novel, The Enterprise War, bridges the gap between The Cage and Discovery, and George Takei's New York City apartment is up for sale. All this plus the answer to Tuesday's trivia question and your weekend staying in playlist. Coming up next. 2020 will mark the end of an era as the legendary Nichelle Nichols plans to retire from the convention spotlight. A piece from treknews.net yesterday revealed details of the Nichelle Nichols farewell celebration, which will mark the end of her farewell tour, which is currently underway. The farewell celebration will take place May 1st through 3rd, 2020, at the Marriott Burbank Hotel in Los Angeles. Panels, photo ops, and signings are planned across the weekend, although specific programming has yet to be announced. In the evening, there will be a Friday night party featuring music from the band Sons of Kirk, and there's a cocktail party and banquet on Saturday night. There will also be additional entertainment by the comedy troupe Spock's Brain. In addition to Nichols herself, a number of other Star Trek celebrities and personalities are expected to attend, including Walter Koenig, Marina Sirtis, Tim Russ, Larry Nemechek, Doug Drexler, DC Fontana, David Gerald, and Mike and Denise Akuda. For more information and to purchase tickets, head to uhura.space. In a new novel that came out at the end of July, The Enterprise War, Author John Jackson Miller explores where Captain Pike and the Enterprise were during Season 1 of Star Trek Discovery. More precisely, he explores what the ship and its crew was doing while the rest of the Federation was fighting the Klingon War. In a new interview with the website dynamicforces.com, Miller discusses how the story of the novel fits with Discovery canon and bridging the gap between the cage and the modern Star Trek era. In the Enterprise War, while the Klingon War rages in the Beta Quadrant, Enterprise has been tasked with exploring the hellish nebula called the Pergamum. Pike and the crew happen upon their own strife there, which will test not only their mettle as a crew, but also as individuals. In addition to Pike, Spock, Number One, and some other Enterprise crew members from Discovery make an appearance in the novel. But how do our characters fit in to what we already know from the original series, and later from Discovery? Miller says he was aiming to bridge the gap. He said, One of my goals, as I recently told Anson Mount, was to bridge the gap between what Jeffrey Hunter was playing and Mount's interpretation of Pike. Pike in the cage was about to hang it all up after a handful of casualties. With Enterprise War, I wanted to give him a much greater loss to worry about— We'll see how he bounces back. Miller also described Spock's character. Spock still isn't the Spock we see later on. 
He's very reserved, very protective of himself. He and Pike aren't yet as friendly as they would be later on either. But the novel is aware of that, and we see their relationship evolving as it goes along. Despite the familiar characters, though, Miller said that reading The Enterprise War won't be one big spoiler. I worked with Kirsten Beyer, one of the writers on the series, he said, to develop a story that tied in with what would be happening in season two. A number of the moments you see in flashback or hear mentioned in that season, you actually see in the book. That said, since it takes place during season one in a place far away from its action, you don't have to know anything about what happened in the show. It's thus a very safe book to read in terms of discovery spoilers. The solicit for the novel reads, Hearing of the outbreak of hostilities between the United Federation of Planets and the Klingon Empire, Captain Christopher Pike attempts to bring the USS Enterprise home to join in the fight. But in the hellish nebula known as the Pergamum, the stalwart commander instead finds an epic battle of his own, pitting ancient enemies against one another, with not just the Enterprise but her crew as the spoils of war. Lost and out of contact with Earth for an entire year, Pike and his trusted first officer, Number One, struggle to find and reunite the ship's crew, all while science officer Spock confronts a mystery that puts even his exceptional skills to the test, with more than their own survival possibly riding on the outcome. Getting you set up with your weekend podcast playlist in just a moment, but first, a word from me. I hope that you're enjoying daily Star Trek news because I really enjoy bringing it to you. I really hope that by creating this show, I've managed to make you feel a little closer and more involved in Star Trek. Now, if you're enjoying this content, then please help me keep it coming. This show is supported by listeners like you through Patreon. So if you'd like to become part of the daily Star Trek news family and support the show from just $1 a month, then head over to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. If you've ever wanted to live like a Star Trek star, now's your chance. As long as you have a spare million or so bucks and you don't need a lot of space. No pun intended. George Takei, who played Sulu in the original series and is an outspoken social media influencer, is selling his New York City apartment for $1.35 million. The apartment is modest at just 808 square feet and one bedroom, but it's within walking distance of Central Park, and the building amenities are impressive. The apartment is located on the 35th floor of the 78-story Metropolitan Tower in Midtown's Billionaire's Row, according to an article on Realtor.com. In addition to the location and view, the building also boasts perks including room service, an exclusive club and restaurant for residents only, and complimentary breakfast. That's in addition to the concierge service, gym, pool, and valet parking. It sounds more like a luxury hotel than an apartment building. The eventual new owners are permitted by the building to either live in or rent the apartment, and according to Realtor.com, it can be supplied partly furnished. Now it's time to get you set up for the weekend with the latest podcasts from across the Roddenberry Podcast Network. 
First up on Women at Warp, it's the Warrior Women of Star Trek panel, recorded live at STLV. Women at Warp's Grace Moore, along with Amy Imhoff, Dr. Erin McDonald, Michelle Specht, and Rekha Sharma, discuss the fierce female characters that have inspired Trek fans over 50 years, directly descended from a tradition steeped in mythology, theater, literature, and film. On Shabam, they're highlighting Episode 3 of Season 1. This week, find out how an epidemic starts. Now that they've created a zombie pathogen called the Nox virus, it's time they released that sucker into the world. On Mission Log, Jake and Nog learn through a double date that they may have insurmountable cultural differences. Will it be the end of their friendship, or can they find a compromise that respects their diverse backgrounds? Also, something about Bajoran treaties and Vedic Boreal, when the Deep Space Nine episode Life Support goes into the mission log. On Mission Log Live, you know Dayton Ward as a Star Trek novelist. But did you also know that he's consulting with CBS on Trek's global franchise license? John Champion and Ken Ray discuss that with him live, plus continuity, consistency, and canon, and the ever-expanding Trek universe. Finally, on Priority One, the team are catching you up on the week's biggest news stories and the latest in Star Trek gaming. Head over to podcasts.roddenberry.com for all these shows in one convenient place. And now the answer to this week's Trek trivia. On Tuesday, I asked you, name the two actors who played Savick in the original series Star Trek films and which films they appeared in. The answer? The two actors who played Savick were Kirstie Alley and Robin Curtis. Kirstie Alley played her in Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan, and Robin Curtis played her in Star Trek III The Search for Spock, and Star Trek IV The One with the Whales. For more Trek trivia, tune in next Tuesday. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm back on Monday with more of the Star Trek news you need to know. I'm Alison Pitt. Have a wonderful weekend and live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.